Rice, rice, baby. Hello and welcome to the Arsenal Way. Back again with our morning show. And it's a very good morning. It is a very good morning. Not not only by the fact that we've slapped down £100 million on the table to West Ham United and said, we want rice, we want rice, here's £100 million to you. But also the fact that my track record is finally uh, right because I said well, I said it yesterday, didn't I, Charlie? Did, I said that did. we're going to make a bid in the evening. So I'm going to take that little win. But Charlie, how are you doing this morning? You good? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. I woke up with some good news, obviously, with this bid. So let's hope that today will continue to keep the spirits high. And I, I really hope that West Ham do, uh, do accept this bid. Yeah, no, I've I've got a bit of news regarding this deal. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say I'm an ITK in the no, but Arsenal are in advanced talks uh, for Declan Rice. Um, it seems that I think the deal will get done now. I think the fact that they've dropped 105 million pounds, um, 100 million the initial fee, with five million in performance related add-ons, it shows the intent. It shows how much Arsenal want to bring Rice to the football club. And I think that's what West Ham wanted. I think they wanted the money on the table um, in terms of that £100 million fee. But they wanted the structure that would benefit them. I think they've wanted um, Arsenal to pay this this fee in the space of, what, two years. I think that is unreasonable, um, in, in my opinion. I think if you go to the best teams in and around Europe, and that includes the likes of Manchester City, Manchester United, no team does that. No team pays a fee of £100 million, £80 million, £90 million in the space of two years. It's basically three, four years, five years is spaced out. But no, we're in advanced talks. I think they will come to an agreement. Um, we're hoping, um, and it seems that it's going to be around three, four years that they're going to space this fee out. Arsenal probably put a large chunk towards uh, this deal. But yeah, uh, if, if people are worried about Manchester City, until the deal is done, obviously they still doubt that Manchester City could come in. But Manchester City, uh, the reporters that are being fed over in Manchester, which includes uh, the media such as ESPN, etc., the noise is basically Arsenal in pole position now. And Manchester City are not notorious uh, to be basically involved in bidding wars. You saw it last summer with Cucurella. They didn't want to get involved with Chelsea. So, 100, 100 million pounds. It's, it's a long time we've said that as Arsenal fans. Yeah. Arsenal's slapping down the money. But how did you feel when you saw the, no the news break? It was, it was a kind of, for me, it was more relief than anything else because there was the interest from Man City. I have been saying that I was confident still in this kind of like, in this battle for Declan Rice against Man City. But as you said yesterday, when Man City come knocking, I mean, they're probably the most informed team in the world at the moment. They've obviously won the treble. It's difficult to turn them down. So when they kind of came knocking for Declan Rice, when they put in a bid I was a bit I wasn't I wasn't like not confident but then it did knock it a little bit if you know what I'm trying to say so the fact that it gets you a bit worried doesn't it exactly exactly so now that I've woken up with this news and I've seen it it was a massive kind of relief for me because it was I think this is what West Ham wanted. West Ham wanted this kind of deal to to be submitted for Declan Rice. They wanted that hundred million, and it is that hundred million 
I mean, straight up, I mean, I know you say that it's that it will be kind of like submitted over time and stuff like that. But I mean, that they will get that amount of money no matter what. And then the five million pounds of add ons will be if we win the Premier League or or the Champions League, et cetera, et cetera, anything. So that's what they wanted. They weren't happy with the amount of money that we were giving them up front in terms of the £75 million. I don't think they were happy with Man City's kind of valuation of that as well. So the fact that we've kind of upped that by, I mean, by £25 million, it's it is definitely showing intent. It is it's showing the fact that, like, it's like, you know what? City have come in. We want this. We need to get this done. We know, as we spoke about yesterday, it can, ha it could possibly have an effect on the club as a whole in terms of the way forward for transfer. So that they're, they're possibly thinking, you know what, we need to get this done for the kind of face value of our club to be able to get this deal done. He's been our priority for seven months. We need to get this deal over the line, and the only way that they're going to do it by this, by the looks of it. West Ham want the hundred million pounds. They're not budging from anything else. So clearly, Arteta has had a word, or or Edu's had a word with the Cronkies and been like, "Look, we need this hundred million pounds right now. You've given us two hundred million pounds for the summer transfer window. We need to spend a hundred million of it, essentially, right now." And I'm very happy that that's happened because, I mean, I've said over the however however many streams that we've done. Declan Rice has also been my kind of like top transfer for Arsenal to get over the line because you've seen over this past season that Thomas Partey was kind of towards the end of it. He was struggling with his injuries. His form did dip quite drastically towards the end of the season. Jorginho did well to fit in and I'm sure that he could still have a role somewhat, maybe in the eight position, whatever. I'm, I'm kind of like going off track here. But what I'm trying to say is, I'm I'm extremely happy that this deal, well, that this deal had been submitted, this bid had been submitted because, as I say, I was getting a little bit worried, and now that Declan Rice could possibly, and I'm and I'm sure that West Ham will accept this bid because, as I say, it's kind of what they've been valuing him at, what they've been wanting, what they've been holding out for. It does seem like this is now going to kind of like get over the line. And, I mean, obviously Declan Rice wants to leave West Ham. He wants to go to the Champions League. He wants to be in Champions League football. He wants to be competing at the top. And as you suggested yesterday, with a kind of, with a transfer like Declan Rice to bring him in, it doesn't just help us kind of like challenge and compete against Man City like we did last season. It helps us go that extra step further and bridges the gap exactly because if we don't improve our team from what we did from what we had last season then we're only going to be somewhat the same as last season so now we're bringing in these high quality players like Declan Rice it will then help us kind of like go that extra step further and hopefully fingers crossed touch wood we'll be able to continue our form throughout the whole season instead of unfortunately drop off at the last hurdle, which is what happened last season. And Declan Rice, someone that has, that is a very consistent player in terms of, first of all, quality, but in terms of he's not liable to injuries. He's, he's consistently playing throughout the whole season. He plays lots of games, lots of minutes. 
he doesn't really miss many games or any games for that matter to because of injuries. And we've seen that, I mean, in the past, like the whole past, from what I can remember, Arsenal have found it quite difficult sometimes with injuries. I mean, in midfield specifically, we've seen it over the past. I'm going to suggest Ramsey, for for instance. I know that he's had a few injuries. Jack Wilshere, we know what he's like with with his with his injuries in the past. Partey now his injuries. I mean, he can have two injuries a season. That's how liable he is to that to these kind of injuries season on season. And he's only going to be getting older. He's not getting any younger. So bringing in someone like Declan Rice, who's 24, I think he is, and is someone that is a consistent player, is not liable to these injuries, is a very reliable player. Hmm. It can help Arsenal in their way forward because we spoke about it. We're sure that he can do a job in the eight position as well as a defensive-minded midfielder as well. We know that he can play both roles. So if there is... A an injury per se, and I'm sure that we will have some sort of injury next season. I'll be very surprised if we go a whole season injury free. If someone does get injured, then in the midfield, I'm just going to say Declan Rice may be, may possibly be able to fit into that, may be able to be that versatile midfielder that we need in those couple of positions. And I think that will help Arsenal a lot, especially with the rotation that we're going to need for the Champions League. I know that we've rotated previously for the Europa League, but for the Champions League, you want the best quality teams consistently in the both Premier League and the Champions League. It's not as high quality in the Europa League, in especially in the early on stages, in the group stage. And Declan Rice is going to help with that in the way forward as well. Yeah, it's interesting because reports basically broke uh, just this past few minutes from the Telegraph. Sam Dean, um, Arsenal correspondent, um, he's also stated the same thing. Arsenal and West Ham are now in advanced talks over the future of Declan Rice with the two clubs discussing the details of the transfer. Talks are now ongoing over the structuring of the payments. I think now it's just basically finding the solution in terms of West Ham, they, they want um, payments in the space of how many years Arsenal probably disagree but I think they'll, they'll come to a middle ground and they'll find the agreement which will um, signal uh, Declan Rice moving to, to North London but I think the preference has always been there for Declan Rice I think he's always favoured that switch to Arsenal and I think a lot of credit needs to go to Mikel Arteta um, with what he's doing because I think without him, we don't get Declan Rice on board uh, because the fact that Mikel Arteta has done so much work behind the scenes to basically speak to Declan Rice, he's probably spoke to him a lot. We're just probably thinking that he's spoken to him uh, minimal amounts, but I think he's spoken to him a lot. He's discussed his his uh, ambition for Declan Rice to fit into this team, where he sees Declan Rice moving forwards in the future, future upcoming years. But yeah, Without Mikel Arteta, I, th- I think this still doesn't happen. I also think he's probably been um, in Josh Kroenke's ear saying, listen, Josh, if we want to win the Premier League title, this is the player I want. You need to give me this player, etc. And this is the kind of manager we want. Back in back in the um, previous years when we had Arsene Wenger in charge, Unai Emery, they, they, they were good managers. But when I look at Mikel Arteta, he's, he's got that authoritative nature. When you, when you listen to him speak, 
you just listen like keenly you understand what he's talking about you're like okay this this guy knows what he's talking about maybe he's right maybe we need to back him and since Arteta's been in charge of Arsenal the Cronkies have backed him I think six mid 600 million sorry in outlay in terms of transfer fees if we include Declan Rice that's a lot of money so it shows that Mikel Arteta is doing a good job he's rebuilding this football club and I'm excited for next season. I think the groundwork that we've done, I think it's not even only been two weeks of this transfer window. We could potentially have Timber on board. Kai Havertz is done, waiting an official uh, uh, statement from that. I've seen a lot of leaks on, on social media with interviews of Kai Havertz. Um, so that's done. Timber is close. Rice is close. So to get those three over the line is a true statement of intent, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I think bringing in three players that are still, I mean, Havertz, you might kind of argue the fact that he hasn't been so high quality over the past couple of seasons, but he is still, I, I think that he is still a good player. There's still definitely a good player in there. So I think bringing in three good quality players to our team, you never know, they might not all start consistently, but as I've as I literally just stated, the rotation can be, so important. And we've seen that Ben White, I mean, Ben White has been fantastic this last season. But with the fact that Tommy Asu had his injuries, he's had his injury problems, Ben White has had to play the majority of the season. And Timber can be someone that can kind of like come into that role. He's not an out and out right back. He is a centre back in nature. And he is a, he, he does play at centre back for Ajax, but he, he has played at right back before for them. He can be that kind of inverted kind of fullback. He's a good ball playing centre-back. So there's that for him. It's just that it is adding so much depth. With just the three players that we've got, it is adding a but load of depth. You know what it is? It's not, it's not even the fact that it's depth for me. It's quality. Yeah, like, true. quantity is one thing. And I, I spoke about it, I think, yesterday. In previous um, seasons, we've had quantity. We've had the likes of Holding, Cedric, uh, Pablo Mari. But we've had a lot of players stocked in so many positions. Elneny, Lokonga. Uh, but those players have not been quality. So say, for example, if someone gets injured, you go back to last season. I, I don't want to keep mentioning it. But when Saliba got injured, who was the backup to come in? It was Rob Holding. And no disrespect to Rob Holding, but the quality is nowhere near William Saliba's. And that's probably the reason why we lost the Premier League title. And Arteta agreed with it. He'd done an interview the other day with the Spanish outlet marker. And he said that the reason we lost the Premier League title and the reason why I thought we wouldn't win it towards the end was because of injuries. And he was right. Now, we're bringing in players that if, say, for example, Partey gets injured, we've got someone like Declan Rice that can fill that job. Declan Rice will obviously come in as a starter, but as an example, Saliba. If Saliba doesn't play one game and needs to be rested, Yuri and Timber can do that job comfortably. Very, very good player. 22 years of age, has played at the highest level for Ajax. Louis van Gaal rates him really highly. That's the reason why he was playing uh, uh, as uh, the Netherlands, one of the starting centre-backs and defenders during the World Cup in Qatar. Uh, Kai Havertz, again, Another good profile, someone that's versatile, someone can play off the flank, someone that can play as a number nine, someone that can play as a left-sided midfielder. Quality, quality, quality. And I think that's the next phase of this project, is not to stock positions with quantity, but it's getting the right profiles that will add a lot to this team. And I think Arsenal are doing that. 
I think you probably got maybe additional uh, sorry an additional midfielder that we could get, but the fact that they've got Timber over the line potentially Rice and Kai Havertz, we couldn't ask ask for much more. Um, Hundred million pounds? Did you ever expect it in your lifetime? I say <laughs> I say lifetime. It's not like you're you're very old, but I never expected it for a long time. You know that. Mm. Go back to the days of when we were offering Liverpool uh, one pound for Luis Suarez, forty million plus one pound. Remember that? Those those <laughs> yeah. th- those times are crazy. But now we're slapping down hundred million pounds. Like wow, Arsenal, the Cronkies. Yeah. Yeah, I put my hands up, man. There was a lot of criticism a few seasons ago. A lot of protests outside the Emirates. A lot of angry Arsenal fans. They wanted change. Um, but I think the Cronkies have realised that if they do want to basically be the owners of this football club, if they do want to lead this football club to the promised land, they need to put the money on the table. They need to keep improving year on year. You look at the Manchester cities of this world, you look at other teams who keep improving constantly. And this what this is what I thought this summer would be key. We finished second last season. We were close. In normal circumstances, maybe the ownership would be like, yeah, we finished second. That's a good season. We've got back into the Champions League. That was the main objective at the start of the season. That's okay for us. We're going to get profits. We're going we're gonna to get our revenue. It's going to increase. No, this ownership wants to win. And I think that's what these signings basically signal. They want to win the biggest titles. They want to compete in the Champions League. They don't just want to be a club that is just in the Champions League just for, for the sake of it. You go back to a few seasons ago when we were in the Champions League, we, we, were, we were just there to just make up the numbers. 10-2 on aggregate against Bayern Munich, losing to Monaco, so many embarrassing results. This season, we're going to be in the Champions League and we're going to be one of the teams that could potentially win it, could potentially go to the semi-finals, could go to the latter stages. But yeah, you have to you have to give the you have to give credit to the Cronkies. You surely have to, huh? That, that's exactly what I was going to kind of mention there. It's I I think I think it was a few seasons ago. I saw this thing that the Cronkies, I don't think they'd put one pound of their own money into the club. It was the the kind of like money that we had been making from going into the Champions League, where we the merchandise sales, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. That was the money that we were using to buy players to to better the club. I don't think the Cronkies had actually put any of their own money into buying players to better the to better the team, to better the club. And over these last few seasons, they're now putting in the 200 million for this summer transfer window. I mean, I'm sure that that all isn't, I mean, I say their money, that their investment, it is obviously the merchandise, et cetera, et cetera, but they are putting in more money to better this team. They've done it over the past couple of seasons. We're now spending money. It is what we were getting annoyed about in the previous seasons we weren't spending big because yes we were bringing in players but we weren't bringing in the high profile players the high some of them obviously were high quality but the really high quality players that we needed just to spend that extra bit the Cronkies weren't willing to do it the team wasn't willing to do it and now maybe it's the fact that it's just modern day football you need to spend money it might be that that's kind of 
kind of persuaded them to do that. But I reckon that part of it is Edu and Arteta. I reckon that they've had such a big influence on the Cronkies and the whole club just completely. They've done a fantastic job. And now, I, I mean... Got some I, breaking I was, news. Yeah? Manchester City have pulled out of the race to sign Declan Rice. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I told you, I told you for a fact. He is he, Jack uh, for the Daily Mail. He's he's very reliable. Uh, he's one of the reporters uh, of of Manchester City. So he's in the know. I just saw it on City Extra. But it's 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 Manchester City don't do bidding wars. That's why I said they Arsenal. I played this very very clever. They waited for Manchester City to basically show the interest, table that bids. Which was, I think, eighty million pounds, eighty million, million pounds, pounds yeah. similar to what we've offered. Arsenal have said, "All right, you bid that much, we'll slap down hundred million pounds on the table, hundred million pounds on the table, five million in add-ons, job done." And that's what they've done. Pep Guardiola, yeah. they probably got a valuation for Declan Rice, and it doesn't exceed hundred million pounds. Fair enough. Our valuation exceeds hundred million pounds, and we put the money on the table. For Arsenal, this was the last bid. This was the last bid for Arsenal. And if West Ham weren't really up for negotiating, maybe they wanted about 110, 115 million pounds, Arsenal wouldn't, wouldn't have basically pursued it. And I would have held my hands up and I would have said, fair enough. They've done what they can. David Sullivan, etc., being too greedy. Yeah. But it seems that we are going to get Declan Rice. Finally, Charlie, like this saga, it's, it's, it's been running for a long time, bro. It's been running yeah. for a long time. I'm tired. But final thoughts on this? I'm buzzing, you know that. Rice, yeah, rice uh, baby, man. Rice, yeah. rice baby. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna go to what you just said with Man City pulling out. I, I think it's a lot. I'm um I'm not saying that the the reports are a load of rubbish. What I'm saying is a load of rubbish. So any Aluko, so she was on, that, she yeah. was on yeah, she was on Talksport. <laughs> she said she was suggesting that Arteta, she reckons Arteta has rung Pep up to say, just put a bid in for Declan Rice. That they're not going to accept, just put it in there, and then we can kind of work from that, kind of drag them down a little bit in terms of where we can bid, how much money we can put in, and kind of bring them to accepting a deal. And I mean, I think it's a load of rubbish, but she said that when she was when she was playing, she would kind of insist on managers to bid for someone just so just so then someone else can bid and then kind of bring them in because of that. I, th- I do think that that is a load of rubbish. I do think that Man City did want them. But if that is the case, I think that is a bit, that is a bit kind of iffy. Yeah, that is, not, there's a lot of problems yeah, about it. That's not, you know what? I saw that, yeah, and I thought to myself, what the hell? I I know. Make sense. You know, if Arteta had done that, he'd get sacked. He would I'm get sure, sacked. Yeah. He'd get yeah. sacked. So, yeah, uh, I don't know what she's, what she's talking about. But <laughs> forget that. Forget that. It was it was a crazy theory. Like, I saw it. Yeah. It, came, it came up on my feed on Twitter. And I thought, let me let me see what she's on about. And I just switched it off. Oh, this is just yeah, your rubbish. Honestly. I ain't got time for this. But West Ham are milking the five minutes of fame. You know what? Mm-hmm. Once we get rice, I hope they get relegated. To be honest, they're giving me a headache. And you know what's going to be funny? Once we get Declan Rice, yeah, and West Ham look to get a replacement, watch the other teams start charging them hefty prices because they'll know yeah. that West Ham have got a lot of money in their back pocket. So... Karma is a wonderful thing. Karma is a wonderful thing. But we're going to wrap it up there, Charlie. It's a great, it's a great time, man. Manchester yeah. City have pulled out. 
all the reports are saying it now. They've been fed by the Manchester City sources that Manchester City have pulled out of the race to sign Declan Rice. Arsenal's hand has got much, much stronger after this. A deal is very, very close. Final words, Rice, Rice, baby. Rice, Rice, baby. Yeah, I saw all you can really say at the moment. It's I'm I'm just excited. I'm confident. I'm looking forward to the new kind of like season, the pre-season. I'm just excited for this deal to get done because we've been waiting so long, as we've just been saying, we've been waiting for this to get over the line. We finally put in a bid that the greedy West Ham owners want. We finally put that in and hopefully that they will accept it. I'll be so, so surprised if they don't because this is what they've it's been happening. saying that they want. Exactly. Listen it's to happening. me. I, I was confident yesterday. <laughs> I said the bid was going to get tabled at 10pm, 9pm. You, you, you're the witness. I said yeah. that, didn't I? Yeah, I yeah. said that. Hold my hands up. I'm going to take that. You know what? Because everyone starts laughing at me when I get things wrong. That like, Uma, you don't know what you're talking about. You're a jinx, this and that. I never jinxed it this time, folks. It's true. And now I say Beckham Rice will become an Arsenal player because I think he's going to be in David Sullivan's ear. He's going to be saying to him, look, you've got your £100 million. This is what you wanted. Let me no. go. Like everyone, Everyone wins in this situation. So... I'm happy. I'm happy, bro. I'm happy. Yeah. But yeah, if you have enjoyed the show, folks, drop a like, comment. Charlie, thank you for jumping on this morning, mate. Thank you for having me on this fine morning for for an, to be an Arsenal fan. And thank you for everyone watching as well. Enjoy it, folks, because it is a wonderful time to be an Arsenal fan. You've got Manchester United. Apparently, they've got a like a transfer. Like Apparently, they've been given £100 million to spend this summer. And we're slapping down £100 million on one player. On one player. It's a good time to be an Arsenal fan. But yeah, if you have enjoyed the show, folks, make sure to drop a like, comment, subscribe, and keep following us down the Arsenal way. Rice, rice, baby! Yeah.